pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Howled back, throws it. Oh, look out. Picked up. It's Bland. It's Bland. Oh, uh, all, all my mind was like, just go score. Please go score. <laughs> He's got one man to beat at the 20. Every time the ball goes back in the, in, in the air, I go back to my offensive ways, trying to get the ball, just trying to uh, do, see what I can do with the ball in my hands. That is unbelievable. That's the most pick sixes in one season in NFL history. Five touchdowns. Where did you come from? Now I was just trying to keep going, trying to go all the way for the team. To, uh, try to get a Super Bowl. This is the War Room on the Blitz. What the hell's going on out here? Cowboys, Texans, Eagles, Niners, the NFC East. If they're playing for the Super Bowl, then you'll hear about them right here. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? This is the War Room. You want to crown them, then crown their ass. On 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. They are who we thought they were. Here's the Blitz's Jason and Joe. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 at San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Reinagle. I'm Jason Minix. Going until 6.30, leading you up to Monday Night Football, Bears and Vikings. Starting at 6.30 here on 94.1. Brought to you by Flight by Yingling. It's weird because the Cowboys... Played on Thursday, on Thanksgiving, and it feels like that was so long ago. It really but, does. But they've got a game coming up this Thursday night, so it's a normal week for them. You know, playing this uh, Thanksgiving schedule is always interesting, and a guy that did it, did it a bunch of times, DeMarcus Ware, the Hall of Famer, guy in the Ring of Honor, joining us now on the Buyer's Barricades guest line, his favorite station, 94.1. <laughs> you say that every time. And D-Ware, you're in San Antonio, man. Welcome to town. Listen, man, this is, it just brings back old memories of coming to training camp here. And it's just, it's awesome, man. This is an awesome city. It is a, it is a fun time. And we'll get into what you're doing in town with Crown Royal and, and doing some, some giving back. But, you know, playing on Thursday, the way the Cowboys do every Thanksgiving and the fact that they get a Thursday game this week. And Mike McCarthy's talked a lot about adjusting the schedule down the stretch. From a player perspective, how brutal is it during this stretch normally uh, with, uh, that the Cowboys have to always go through? Um, it's usually a brutal time when you have a lot of guys maybe injured, but when you have healthy guys going into um, just two short games, um, they change the schedule up, like you were just talking about with Mike McCarthy, to where the guys are you know, just, in, um, just hats. So it makes practice really easy. They don't they don't get beat up as much. So practices are more mental, but you get beat up during the games. But if you can make it out of the games, it's now instead of you know playing games every seven days, you get like you know two games in in ten days. But then you get a huge rest period to bring guys back. Yeah, Demarcus, I want to talk a little bit more about the Cowboys in a minute because I want to get your thoughts on how they're playing right now. But I want to ask you, standing on the field there. 
uh, and being inducted into the Ring of Honor uh, with the Cowboys. What kind of feeling was that? Uh, it was a huge honor because, you know, playing at old Cowboys Stadium, you see the names up in there and you say to yourself, you want to hit your name in stone of the Dallas Cowboys star. And then, you know, then you get an opportunity to open up the new stadium and you still see a lot of slots up there where names can be filled. But it's one of those things where you just put your head down to the plow, just, you know, do the best you can while you're out there playing. And when I went through the stadium, it just felt like I was at home. Like, I belong there. Um, it, it was a you know, phenomenal feeling of something that I've always wanted to have my name up there in the stadium. And, um, you know, still on cloud nine. Yeah, still on cloud nine. Ring of Honor, Hall of Famer. Yeah. And then it was announced a, a little more than a week ago that Jimmy Johnson will join you in, in that Ring of Honor. And it just feels like it's so long, long, long overdue. When you're talking about the Ring of Honor, do you ever bring that up with Jerry? Like, dude, you're putting me in before Jimmy. We need to get Jimmy in there. <laughs> You know, uh, it was crazy. I remember um, just talking to Jerry. I, it was nothing about, you know, the Ring of Honor, but I just knew that it was going to happen really soon after I got in and I saw a lot of the, you know, criticism that Jerry got. I just also knew it was already in his heart when he when he told me. And and it was like he was saying, you're, you're not going to be the only one this year, which was one of the coolest things because I know now, a lot of things probably get released and things change. And hopefully, you know, I don't know what people are saying, but, you know, the Dallas Cowboys able to win that championship this year. Well, i tell you what, it was well-deserved. It was great to see you go up in the ring of honor. There's no question about it. Speaking of the Cowboys, boy, they're on a roll right now. That's for sure. They've been playing well. Dak Prescott is playing well. Uh, and they've got themselves primed to be in a pretty good, pretty good position still with the division title uh, within sight. Just your thoughts on uh, on how the Cowboys are doing, and and uh, just kind of looking into the future. What do you think? Right now, they're playing an all around game where you got the special teams playing like they're playing, getting short field advantage. But one thing that you see that you know Dak is doing that he hasn't done in the past is just command the game from the beginning. It's not like after halftime he's picking up and have to be coming from behind. He commands the game from the beginning of the game. It's been that way for the last four games, and he owns it, and he puts the pedal to the metal, and he keeps going, which is one of the coolest things I see this season, and that's the reason why they're playing so well. And if they can just keep doing this, they'll go a long way. DeMarcus Ware, the Hall of Famer, joining us here on The Blitz on 94.1 at San Antonio Sports Star. You know of all people what it's like, the scrutiny that comes with playing with that star on your helmet. Your your quarterback went through it a lot. Uh, Dak goes through a lot. So even when he's playing well like he is right now, the Dak haters are going to say, they're not beating anybody with a good record. I mean, do it against a, a good team. With the level of quarterback play that you're seeing out of Dak Prescott, does it matter what the record is of the team that he's playing, or would he be beating good teams if those happen to be on the schedule? You, you, you hit the nail or get right in the coffin, man. The way that Dak is playing right now, these last three or four games, if you put him against anybody, they will lose because the defense is playing well, Dak's offense is playing well, the special teams playing well. So they're hard, they're hard to be stopped. So I'm not even looking at the old schedule. I'm looking at the now schedule, and hopefully this just stays consistent. Well, you know, DeMarcus, it's interesting like that because really the boogeyman for the Cowboys over the last couple of years have been the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, and and I think until they beat that team, it's always going to kind of be in the back of their mind. Was there ever a moment for you, it, it, was it that one team that 
it just had a hard time getting past? For for us, it was Philly. Um, it, you know, we always had we I mean, we beat them at home, but we found out that you sort of have to go to Goliath, which was Philly at the time, beat them at their place, and say that you know I own the crown, and that's what they're going to have to do with San Fran. They're going to f- have to find out that they not be winning them winning at home is winning on the road when they can beat San Francisco on the road. Then you know we're going to really be talking about something. Well, that's hopefully, and hopefully. With, with Jimmy going into the Ring of Honor, maybe the curse of uh, of Jimmy gets lifted. We got D. Ware in the Ring of Honor now, all, all, also in the Hall of Fame. I mean, what, whatever it takes, because it just feels like this team has a chance. You were on some teams with the Cowboys, led by Tony Romo, that felt like they had a chance. You got your ring when you went to Denver, but what is it about? playing with the scrutiny of the stars, some of the things that you saw Tony Romo deal with that you guys had to deal with with as a team versus maybe when you did go play in Denver and the spotlight isn't quite the same? When you're on national television, majority of the game, when every game is not that noon game, it's a 7 o'clock game, you have a lot more eyes, you have a lot more scrutiny. Um, but also when you're winning, you know, one of the worst things can be is everything is now given to you. Right, because everybody's winning. When you are part of the Dallas Cowboys organization and they're winning, everybody is winning, but you got to stay focused. Stay focused on what has been keeping you winning and keeping, you know, the plate full. Well, and, and I would imagine that players like yourself and, and a Dak Prescott, for example, would take that as a challenge, and it's like they are looking at me, and I'm going to prove everybody wrong. Yeah, and then that's the mentality that I see that they're playing with right now is, they are very, very focused. I'm talking with Micah and a couple of the other guys. They are very focused, shutting out the outside world, the critics, and then saying, hey, this is how we're playing. This is how we are. This is our mentality, and um, just sticking with it. DeMarcus Ware joining us here on the Blitz on 94.1 at San Antonio Sports Star. I was going to ask you about Micah Parsons. You just brought him up. Early in the year, there was talk like defensive player of the year for sure, maybe even MVP, but he's had some games where he's quiet statistically. Two or three guys double-teaming him. He's not drawing a lot of penalties. When you're watching the Cowboys play, and if Micah's not making that big play, getting a sack or blowing somebody up behind the line of scrimmage, getting a TFL, how are you seeing him impact games that you see but maybe the average fan doesn't? Yeah, a lot of the fans, they see the big play. They see the sack. But they don't see a guy like Micah Parsons taking three guys while somebody else needs to now get the pressure and go and make that big play. Or they don't see a play where, you know, Micah might be chasing a guy from behind and the guy in front of him makes a play. And they're like, oh, why Micah didn't make that play? Well, it was made because of Micah was pursuing, pursuing or he was getting the pressure. They don't look at the batted balls and the interceptions that, you know, they're looking at the interceptions that the cornerbacks are having, but not the batted ball that Micah would be batting down. So they don't look at that as a stat for him. So he's been very disruptive, and sometimes, you know, you don't get that stat of a sack because that's what sort of defines him. All right, DeMarcus. Yeah, you know as well as I do, though, you were held on every play. I mean, I know you were. <laughs> and, 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 and when you look at Micah Parsons, and, and you, it looks like there's a lot of holding going on. Sometimes it's called, sometimes it's not. That's just something I guess you just have to get over. You know what's going to happen, and you just got to get there anyway. You know, it, you know what? The, I, when I, when, the way that I played, 
I did the holding. I did the pulverizing. <laughs> I did everything that it was possible to get to the quarterback. So if you put two, if you put three, that's a challenge. They'll let you know that you, I can be slowed down, but I'm not going to ever be stopped. And so that's, you know, my mentality, how I play. That's how I tell Micah how he should play. And I can see that he's been playing like that, you know, lights out now these last couple games. Hall of Famer DeMarcus Ware here on the Blitz. Now you see Deron Bland setting the NFL record for pick sixes in a season. We still got a long ways to go. <laughs> so I'm asking a guy that, that was known as a great pass rusher. Is it more important to have a great secondary or the pass rush? Which comes first, the chicken or the egg? You know what? If if the chicken is the pass rush and the egg is the, the secondary, it's crazy, but the egg is a little bit more important. It's not how who is hatching it. <laughs> so I just, I just, you know, so the secondary, when you're, especially in this league now, when the quarterback has to get off the ball in 1.5 seconds and you got a secondary that can play man-to-man and now you got two extra seconds left, the pass rush always wins because it's more about technique and, you know, four guys working together so it can happen. But, you know, the egg is more important, which is the cornerback. Well, you know, it, it's interesting. And you look at Deron Bland, DeMarcus, and this guy is just incredible. I mean, sets the NFL record, and he just seems to always be around the football. He is, and that's the neck just from studying in the, in the meeting rooms, a guy that just gets it. Uh, when you get a guy that is always around the ball, maybe not making a lot of plays, but the plays that he should make, he's always there. That's, that comes from the meeting room and him just being smart and knowing where to be at in the right place at the right time. Is it a good or bad thing, to, to Marcus, that he is playing so well that a guy like Diggs, you don't miss? I mean, you don't hear people talking every week, man, we miss this guy, man. we Is that good or bad? You know, um, in the world, people think about the name and the jersey have to be out there. But when you start, you ask Bland probably who's helping him. He'd probably say Diggs poured into me. Diggs is still giving me advice. So you don't see the Diggs name out there. You And I know I'm talking about Diggs because I know Diggs. He is probably pouring into him, telling him what to do. So that's what you don't see it being missing. It's just now you got the knowledge in Bland and you got Diggs helping him do the whole thing. And it's, and it's a team. It's a team thing. DeMarcus, do you miss, uh, you miss playing? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, I, I, miss the, I miss the locker room. I really enjoyed uh, you know, just a team camaraderie, being a captain for so many years, and uh, but getting putting the pads back on. Now I miss game time. I actually, like, yeah, I miss second quarterback. I'll take it all back. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, I, I, you, you, you get. That. I remember one time we we asked you, you know, what does it sound like when you sack a quarterback, and you you, you told us that you know there are certain noises. Some of them, you know, you heard them. Yeah, a little bit. You know, you you, you got to them. How do you how do you fill that void now? Um. With family, uh, you know, a lot of guys, they struggle with getting out of the league and don't know what to do, but my family is my new locker room where I get to enjoy my kids and go and travel and do the things that um, I really enjoy. And, and for me, um, teaming up with people like Crown Royal um, because I was very generous when I played, and I'm down here in San Antonio right now, and we're hosting this, I would say, the Generosity Hour epic um, watch party tonight. And it's for the military, for just people who just serve us selflessly. And we're not just saying we're doing uh, a small party. We have a huge, you know, country music singer with um, Brayland. Um, and he, he's 
phenomenal. So I can't wait to host this party tonight for the military and just show show them that it's about them. It's important, and uh, and it's all on you know Crown Royal for just putting this together. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun out yeah. there at that party. Not only you have the music, uh, cigar rolling station, food trucks are going to be out there, and you're watching Monday Night Football with Demarcus Ware. It it doesn't get better than that, does it? It is going to be a party. Hey, have you been to the Red Berry Estate? That's a nice place out there. I haven't. I, I looked at it online, and man, it looks phenomenal. Yeah, you're, yeah, it's a you're, good you're place. Have a good you're going to have a good there. time. You're, you're going to have a, a a really good time out there because. You know, most people have a great time when they come to San Antonio because we, we certainly know how to throw a party, and we know Crown Royal knows how to throw a party as well. So you get the best of both worlds, man. Yeah, no doubt. I just wanted to thank you guys for having me on. I mean, it's been great, especially, you know, me being able to talk about something that's great, right? I mean, that's what you're – just like you said, your channel is the best channel, and it's the best <laughs> channel in San Antonio. So I'm throwing it out there that it is. Um, and you know, just on behalf of crown, just being here, man, just thank y'all for that. Appreciate we're it. Going to Appreciate it. Awesome. The great 94 on 94 one. That's right. San Antonio sports star hall of famer, DeMarcus where enjoy tonight, man. We'll catch up down the road. All right. Y'all take care. Thank you. Appreciate it. DeMarcus where on the buyer's barricades guest line, where they provide traffic control, rental and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com. Always love talking to that guy. And he mentioned coming to training camp here. Back in the day, they would take, uh, they'd stay at the Marriott. And uh-huh. so all the TV stations would set up on top uh-huh. of the roof. After the meetings, they would come out. They would always provide us with a player. The Cowboys did. And, and my favorite was DeMarcus Ware. It was always great. It was always great. And when, when I was working with uh Dat Win, you know, they were you know, teammates and friends for so long. You hear Alamo Dome stories that you oh, yeah. you, you would hear that you go, Well that can't be true. Oh man. Yeah, except for well it they, is they they were. <laughs> they were. Great talking to him. All right. Do you feel better about Dak Prescott beating up on bad teams? Not really. Did, no. did you hear the man? Demarcus Ware it doesn't <clears throat> matter. The zone that he is in right now doesn't matter who's on the other side. Dude, he's a cowboy. He's got a star in his helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And and yeah. he's in the ring of honor. What's he gonna say? Yeah. Dak sucks? No, I, I I mean I expect honesty from Demarcus. Sure, Parsi. of course. You see, and I saw him. Was it last year? Two years ago? Was it two years ago? Uh, Army Navy game. I think yeah. that was. It was that last year. Uh, Were you a part of it, or it was, was it the last one? Year. Oh, we hey. saw Jason Witten last year. Yeah, who's not Demarcus Ware? No, <laughs> I'm just saying that's who we saw All last right. year. So, so it must have been in New York. And, you know, we got this interview set up with DeMarcus Ware, Super Bowl champion. He's coming in, and the PR people hand me a bio, and he's wearing a Broncos jersey. Oh, wow. Because he won his Super Bowl with the Broncos. Which kind of still rubs Cowboy fans a little raw. It does me. Yeah. It does me. But he's a good guy. He is a good guy. Was Sean Payton the coach there in Denver? No. Oh, okay. Just just checking. I thought he might have been. No, he won his Super Bowl in New Orleans. Yeah, he did. With a great quarterback, Drew Brees. Who, whose arm doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Is that Sean Payton's fault? Apparently. <laughs> he wore it out. Exactly. We'll talk more Cowboys coming up as they get ready for the Seahawks. Clarence Hill from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram joins us next here on 94.1 at San Antonio Sports Star.